on the drive. Thanks so much for being with us on this Friday afternoon. A little cooler, but uh, hey, the sun's out, so let's enjoy it. Get you ready for the weekend. Our good friend Travis Dunn's with us. A little Friday night ice, maybe afternoon. As it gets darker earlier, Travis, it feels like it's Friday night ice, huh? You know the old uh, Yogi Berra line? It gets late earlier around here. <laughs> and that's exactly what seems to be the case. And, you know, yes. the problem I have right now, and I'm sure many of us fight this same thing every year, I just love more food. I don't know what it is. It's, yeah. It must be the hibernation Yeah, thing. you're trying to get your hibernation uh, <laughs> I guess so. fattened up everything, so right? So I've, I've made a pact with myself. When I feel hungry, go exercise. So I'm hoping I idea. can continue that, but uh, we'll see how, how long that lasts. Here's the problem I have around here because I've really been trying to cut out sugar. I haven't had a soda in a while. Oh, wow. Um, How's it going? How's that going for you? It's going okay. Good. I mean, because I've been doing, uh, I, you know, I've changed my diet a lot the past year. I cheat a lot, well, and I, you know, I, and my, I told myself I'm not going to buy any off-sale beer. You know, that the pontoons put away. Oh, you know, that's right, the pontoon, and is, that's a big a, thing yeah, for me, you know, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I mostly kind of switch a little bit of more low, low to kind of wind down the night if I want to do that, mm-hmm. and so I, mm-hmm. I'll maybe have a beer at a restaurant if I go out. No, that's it's okay. Because you got to treat yourself. Well, part of it, yeah. If if I'm going to have it with steak or something, it's just not having multiple, right? Like right. I can, if I'm, you know, if I might have. Over a five-hour period, a few beers on the pontoon or whatever, but it, that adds up. And there's a time I could do so much, and that's why I have so much credit card debt to my belly, as I like to say. <laughs> well, the because there's so I many have, empty calories. But yeah. you know, during the pandemic, I really want to cut that down because yeah. you, know, you do that much with all that different. It, it can really knock your immune system down to nothing. Well, so. absolutely, and sugar isn't good for you. But no. the problem is, at Halloween, you go out and buy that yeah. Halloween candy, and and mysteriously, in my household. Those bags fall on the floor and open up. Yeah, funny how that works. And huh? so, you know, the Reese's peanut butter cups, the Kit Kat bars, which are very mini. So a mini bar, you know, they, they don't have many calories, but 12 or 13 of them do. And that's the challenge I run into. So I have a bit of a chocolate thing. So guilty. So, you yeah. know, get through you Halloween and, everyone else. and then move forward. Yes, that's very true. Well, and see, people keep on bringing that. Well, we've had like a, this cookie contest going around. I haven't had a one. But they're torturing me in the break room here with all these cookies they're bringing. Sorry, it's I had two. Not well. Good for you, but you're 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 thin. I'm trying to lose like eighty pounds here. So I would like to get down five pounds. I think you know I'm about two twenty five, six three. I like yeah, to you're six three though. Yeah, true. But you know, if the, you match my height to weight, I should be seven four. I mean, I, I, mean, I put it this way: I'm trying not to be two thirty by the end of winter. We'll put it that way. So that's why the exercise is cutting down. So once we get through this Halloween phase, we should be okay, and then Thanksgiving, then Christmas. But after that, we should be even better. Yet, but yeah. hey, you know what? If we were playing hockey every night, we'd be as skinny as rails. Do you still do that ever? Do you ever do that? Just not as much as I used to. You know, I played in some leagues for a while, and, and not necessarily a league. We did pick up on Wednesday nights, and I realized that you know my mind says go, and the hamstrings say I really funny don't how think I want to go that fast. And you know, the competitive nature within you is hard to let someone let just skate around you, make it look like an idiot out there. So that became hard. And then there's always the guys out there who think it's the Stanley Cup championship they're going to be winning and have to go <laughs> a little extra hard. So been there. Not that I did the Stanley Cup thing, but been the competitive thing. I just want to have fun. And um, the realization is if I do injure myself, it takes longer to heal. So yeah, it's funny how that kind works. Kind of backed away from that. Yeah, my father and I have found that a little bit when we put the last piece of the uh, docs in oh, last yeah. week. You know, it's just like, oh, yeah, that hurts more now today than it, it That's did. That's why I hire someone to do that as well, because it's like, you know, in past... <laughs> well, you got a steeper situation. Much steeper we, situation. We can take the four-wheel yeah. and drag everything out. The, luckily, mom and dad's place yeah, is so Yeah, you know, flat, I'm just trying to be cognizant. I don't blame you at all. I'm just being more cognizant of the fact that if I injure myself, like, you know, like we had a hockey reunion game with... 
uh, the 87 team played the rest of the other year's alumni one year. And Tony Herkus was playing, for obviously, for the 87 team. And Tony skates six days a week. He's in phenomenal shape. Wow. He was flying out there. He really could go back and play in the National Hockey League, I believe. So I, by some error, ended up in front of the, the opposing team's net getting ready to shoot on the net which I would have missed the net anyway, but Tony didn't know that. He reaches over my shoulder, hooks me, I spin around, come down on my shoulder, and that didn't really hurt, but for two years when I moved my arm a certain way, it did. Ooh. And I went, okay, wait a minute, that's two years, and now it's now it's absolutely fine. It was no major issue, just probably just a, a you know a little bit of a strain or whatever. Mr. Miyagi to come there and put it together. Exactly, and it's a case of, you know what, I just don't want to be in that position to, put my, yeah. to get injured, so no more alumni hockey games for me either, because those guys uh, like Tony Herkus are just a little bit too good a shape too quick, and uh, it appears that I get slower than I even was when I played. Uh, but, you know, back when you're playing, Travis Dunn with us here on the drive. Derek Hanson with you, Travis Dunn, host of Around the Rink and Game on Hockey Thursday nights here on KFGO. Former UND national champion, part of that 1980 team. But you know, from your time and playing in the late 70s, early 80s to Herkus back in '87, what have you? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of interesting. Quinnipiac this weekend, it, was that even a thing? I mean, was, no. So this is a new program, right, it, in the Division One era. Right? I believe, I, I want to say there was 38 to 41 teams maybe back when I played. Wow. If that many. may not have been that many back in the day. You know, look at what the WCHA was. Well, WCHA was basically the Big Ten. It was mm. Michigan, Michigan State, Michigan Tech, Wisconsin. You know, all the teams that left for the Big Ten, of course, and went to the CCHA and a lot Before of switches. That, yep. But that was really the, the Premier League out west, and we didn't do a crossover. We did not go to the East Coast and play. There were no destination games. We played Colorado College in Denver, and, and, and that was our league, our WCHA schedule. Um, and, of course, that changed over the course of time. But there was not a Quinnipiac. There wasn't crossover. We did play New Hampshire and, and Dartmouth two years in a row. We played, no, pardon me, we didn't play New Hampshire. We played Dartmouth two years in a row in the semifinals in the Frozen Four. Uh, it wasn't even called the Frozen Four back then. So that was the only time we saw an East Coast team is when we got to the National sure. Championship uh, Series. So obviously a lot of great changes. You look at Augustana right down the highway here, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. How as exciting is that, that they had, will now have a Division One hockey program here in the next little while. They've broken ground on a new facility. And between Omaha, Sioux Falls, Grand Forks, you start looking at the development of, of college hockey and St. Thomas going Division One and now in the That's CCHA. Huge, yeah. um, you know, Pat Micheletti says he wishes he could be the commissioner of the league that basically was a Minnesota, North Dakota, South Dakota league in Omaha. What, what a great league that would be. Not going to happen. But, uh, you know, look at the proximity, the travel, and all the rest of it. Uh, it would make sense, but it's not going to happen. But at the same time, the growth of college hockey now will be 61, 62, maybe 63 teams. Uh, that's becoming pretty impressive. And the rumblings of Las Vegas, UNLV, the rumblings we're hearing out there about Southern Cal, UCLA, starting to look at hockey because of what Arizona State has done. Sure. I think in the next five to 10 years, you will see a significant growth and a significant growth in those real premier schools. They're going to add the, add a whole lot of flavor to college hockey. My uh, cousin, I've talked about him quite a bit over the years, who's, you know, he's like 20 years out of college now. It's hard to believe that, but he played football for Augustana. They're really excited about it. And, and it's one of the things when we talked about, what, 12 years ago or whatever, when the rumblings maybe with Shields Arena of the Dragons maybe making yeah. that move. And what a nice thing it would have been. If I would have won the lottery, I would have loved to been able to get that money to them to do that because it would have really filled a niche here in the Fargo-Moorhead area for them. Yep. And they still have it. I mean, I think people really get into the Division II basketball that they have for men's and women's. And, you know, there's a lot of loyal Dragon football fans. Don't get me wrong. But that would have been that hockey niche 
mm-hmm. that's equivalent to what Augustana is going to get because yes. all the Jackrabbit and Coyote fans that live in Sioux Falls, and that's a lot of people yep. that live down there, Augustana is going to find that niche, even compared to Sioux Falls. And that is a huge hockey crazy market. You look at their power, uh, their uh, their Sioux Falls power, which is their U18, U16 programs. They've got a very vibrant, very strong uh, hockey community there. They've got the Sioux Falls Stampede of the USHL. You know, looking at a population of what now, 200,000 people probably give or take a little little bit. A little bit larger than the base of Fargo. It's kind of a little argument about it. And you look at Mitchell, South Dakota, 60 miles away. You look at uh, Dakota Dunes now. You know, not too far. Then they're very yep. affluent, affluent neighborhood, affluent, affluent neighborhood. Um, you know, it, it, it's the financial part is going to be there. I'm curious how big the rink is going to be, and and but we know it's going to be just crazy. But you know, just you, you look at the growth of the game, and you know, wouldn't it be something someday? Here's the UCLA Bruins coming to Grand Forks to play the. You know, I mean, yep. just it could be. It could be stuff that you only dreamed about years ago that had now come to fruition, potentially. For sure. Uh, what do you have coming up tomorrow? And we can also recap what you had last night. It's yeah. a game on if people want to podcast Oh, it, absolutely. Uh, uh, Kevin Gorg was gold last yeah. night. Uh, we had Kevin Gorg on with uh, Scott and myself last night on Game On on 790. Uh, just uh, a, a great conversation with Kevin. He know, he he just uh, he does good radio. We'll put it that way. His yep. knowledge is incredible. Uh, just a lot of fun. Jordan Kawaguchi also joined us after he, a little bit late because he was walking off a golf course. He went a few extra holes with his buddies in Dallas. Uh, he plays for the Texas Stars, the Dallas Stars main farm team. Uh, plan was to have Jordan Kawaguchi and Adam Scheel. Adam Scheel was sent down to the minors of the East Coast Hockey League yesterday, so he did not join us. But, uh, you know, the reality of a prof- the life of a professional hockey player, oh, yeah. um, that that's very evident at that point, and it's a little different than playing college. But uh, So uh, that was a blast. Tomorrow on uh, 740, we've got Anthony LaPanta. Uh, and, of course, then the uh, play-by-play voice of the Winnipeg Jets joining us as well. Uh, talk a little bit about that, um, you know. Wild great, game great, on wild, wild, The wild, wild game would be the way to talk to it about it, I guess. But Well, uh, you're Jets, and, and yeah. they are your Jets. I, I'm how, a hockey fan. How mad were you at that defenseman? I mean, that yeah. was an awful penalty in the overtime. I mean, and kind of dirty almost. Yeah, I didn't like that yeah, at all. Well, that and their goaltending hasn't been very solid. Carter oh. Hellebuck, uh, not exactly a Vezina Trophy-looking goaltender. The, he was the best goalie in the National Hockey League two years ago and, and hasn't started the season that way. The Jets did manage a win last night, so that's a, that's a good thing from them. They finally got the, the win under their belt. Um, and, of course, COVID going on in, in Winnipeg yeah, with Shifley being out and Wheeler being out due to COVID. So some significant issues going there. So we'll visit about that with the, the voice of the Winnipeg Jets, Paul Edmonds, and of course uh, Brad Schlossman talking a little bit about the, the great Quinnipiac weekend that's going on right now. So yep. lots of hockey. We're, we're in the middle of it now, aren't we? We're just really getting rolling in hockey, football, real obviously rolling right along. It's a pretty busy time of the year in the sports world. Certainly a lot of fun. All right. Enjoy it tomorrow. Do appreciate it. I appreciate it. You bet. Uh, Travis Dunn again, former UND national champion, host of Around the Rink on 740 The Fan tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. And, of course, Game On Hockey with Travis Dunn and Scott Taylor. You can podcast that on KFGO.com and also catch them each and every Thursday at 6 o'clock. Speaking of UND hockey, as he mentioned, a little earlier start on the East Coast, east, east uh, Eastern time zone, it is UND at Quinnipiac. We got Tim Hennessy with the call. Again, 5.30 is the pregame show. And cutting right into that drive time news hour here on the mighty 790 104.7 KFGO. Derek Hansen with you. This is The Drive. It's the Sportsman Sale, going on now at Muscatel Burns Ford. Muscatel's has a sporty selection.